Hello and welcome to the Greetings from Wherever podcast. This show is about artistic inspiration and the creative process. Thank you so much for tuning in. Big thank you to all the patrons who make this show possible. To learn how you can join and support the show, head over to patreon.com slash Music. Let's begin. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Greetings from Wherever podcast. This is your host, Brian Wolf. Uh, this week's episode features a local Austin comedian, Rachel Palante. Uh, she was very funny. We had a, a really funny conversation. Uh, I was I was hoping to laugh <laughs> during this interview, and, and I, I sure did. It was, it was a really good time. Um, she kind of shared with me beforehand that she really didn't have a lot of experience talking about her creative process, which I thought was, uh, interesting. And I wasn't really sure, you know, I don't think either of us were quite sure how that would come out. Uh, but I thought it was great. It was a great conversation and, uh, she was very open, um, and really cool about kind of telling us how she operates. And I, I think that's really special. And, uh, not only that, she was really funny along the way. Um, but yeah, I hope you, you guys enjoy this interview. Uh, kind of what's going on with me outside of that, uh, I guess when this comes out, uh, Wednesday, I'll be doing a live stream with special guests, Luke and the Lonely. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're going to trade songs and probably try to make each other laugh in between with uh, silly stories and whatnot. Um, and that should be a lot of fun. And then I also have a live in-person show coming up at the Hyatt Regency uh, in downtown Austin. It's uh, out on the patio, so you know whatever you're comfortable with. If if, if you don't feel comfortable going out, I, I totally understand. But if you'd like it, it is outdoor, and I'm sure you could sit at a table kind of by yourself um, and all that. But you know it'd be great to see some familiar faces. But I totally understand uh, either way. But. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Rachel. All right, I'd like to welcome to the show Rachel Polante. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, callers. <laughs> that was perfect. That was a that was the best way to really uh, let people know that you're here. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, kind of, to to kick things off. At, um, what have you been up to to stay creative in the past year? <laughs> um. Wow. Uh, so um, I work at Esther's Follies. As you know, yeah. you've interviewed Kim and Becky Joe. So we've been doing a Patreon during the pandemic. So we've been still making online material. Um, been doing some Zoom plays, which are. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that even look like? Doing Tennessee Williams over Zoom. Oh, my which goodness. Which is ridiculous. It'll be like a fight scene and like, oh, kick that man it's um it's art uh and uh yeah you know the pandemic um has really taught me a lot about like editing and you know having to do everything in production for yourself which is not my bag baby but that's where the industry is going especially with like television and film auditions so it's like you got to be the sound designer the director the lighting designer and the actor which is so I've learned a lot through this pandemic with that, you know, all the technical aspects, but. You know, it's so interesting because that's something that I, I keep hearing from different because I have different types of creatives on the show. I mean, comedy and then um, I've had painters, songwriters, pretty much you know, a lot of different kinds. And, uh, you know, that's something that I'm hearing a lot of is like a lot of creatives are starting to learn how to just sort of do a little bit of everything to be able to kind yeah. of be self-sufficient. And sure. uh do you have you felt any sort of um, advantages to being self-sufficient? I know like for me, kind of learning more of that stuff, I don't have to like coordinate with more people. Like sometimes sure. scheduling is difficult with, with that. Um, that's one that I can think of. But can you think of any? I mean, has that helped you in any way? It has. It totally has, especially, you know, with all auditions now are going to be be taking you have to film them yourself so having a little bit of background and at least knowing how to turn an iphone on has been helpful <laughs> but um and i do appreciate like being self-sufficient that's great that i can just like record it at home and then like i'm starting to learn how to like mix when i say mix and master i mean it's like baby's first mix and master that's <laughs> but yeah, um that's all I but do it's cool like to, to, exactly it's cool <laughs> to learn um like a new skill and, and try to find you know 
the joy in that, but it can be like just learning it. It's like painstaking. I understand why people go to school for this and why people get paid so well for this because oh, it's yeah. fucking hard. And I'm like, I just want to be the talent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I miss that. Yeah. And this just showing up to uh to venue like, you know, rock club and then there's somebody running sound and there's somebody kind of yeah. you know, running the event or whatever and it's just kind of like, okay, I just have to get ready to play and that's pretty, you know, that's beautiful. Yeah. I 100%. I can't wait till that happens again. Oh my god. Yes. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Me too. It's uh it's it's pretty wild, you know, especially thinking about do you do like a lot of live stream stuff at all? I don't know if I've seen any, but I don't. My OnlyFans is down right now, so <laughs> I don't even know some, if that's live stream. Did you break some rules on OnlyFans? I, I are, are there are there rules? I don't know the rules. There shouldn't be. <laughs> My fans don't have rules, and I don't have fans. Um, but no, I haven't done. I mean, other than like the Zoom plays and shit, I haven't done a lot of um, live streaming stuff. Yeah, that's all right. That's um, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting kind of thing uh, that I've, it's, I've yeah, been it's, trying to do, but it's 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 yeah. definitely it's like it's like the closest thing I can find to performing live, but it's uh -huh. and it is technically live, but it's like that applause is now like comments and likes, and that's very strange. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Overall, and, and thinking about the last year and uh, even before that, I mean, why do you why do you love to entertain? Why do you love to make people laugh and do all the things that you do? Because it's a lot of work. <laughs> It is a lot of work, but it's, you know, it's, it's like cheesy as it sounds like it's, it's a part of me. I think I was born with it. Like I was always trying to make people laugh and I was always a performer, even from a young age. Like there's videos of me as like a three-year-old who's just like, nah, <laughs> I would stand on a box and close all the doors. And so I could hear my like self echo. And even if no one was there, so I've just always been an entertainer, regardless if someone listening or not that's awesome that's i mean that's really cool to know about yourself and, and also you know that concept of it being just like a part of who you are is interesting um so i mean would you say that that has uh been like a driving force for you to learn all these things and like adjust everything because you're like you have to you have to do this performing or or because i feel that way myself like it's like that's why i learned how to live stream and do all this stuff because like I don't know who I am if I'm not doing that stuff. It's really strange. I mean, do you feel that yeah, way? I do. I do. And also, nobody's going to hand you an opportunity. You have to create opportunities for yourself. Definitely. So, I mean, that's a big reason why, too, I've, you know, tried to develop these skills um, is because I want to be able to keep up with the way the industry is moving. And I have something I want to share. And however I have to get it out, I'll get it out. Yeah, that makes sense. That's really cool. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's one of those things that's, you know, kind of, I, I didn't even really think about it watching all these videos and kind of catching up with your stuff. Um, but yeah, it just seems like it's one of those things. It really does feel like watching them. You really like threw yourself into into the videos this year and, you know, like really, you know, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that's uh, maybe um, an indication of you just like just really trying to make it work however you, you know like and that's awesome i i think that's really yeah. commendable um thank you i appreciate that yeah you can, actually <laughs> becky i don't know if you saw becky joe kim stacy and i made a video maybe like a year and over a year and a half ago called podcasts and that was one of the first things i edited on imovie okay. and just to see the evolution of my editing skills <laughs> from that to now i mean not that it's that much better but yeah so it's definitely I don't oh, know yeah. what the point of that was, but no, it's it's I mean, that's <laughs> something to definitely talk about is like progress. And just also, yeah. I think something that I learned from doing this, because I used to be kind of afraid of making content videos, things like that, because I was just like, well, what if it doesn't sound amazing? What if it doesn't sure. look amazing? And it's like, and it won't. It, it won't. <laughs> yeah, it definitely it's won't. The, you know, yeah. but it's like there's something to be said for just going out and doing it. And then mm -hmm. just knowing that you're going to get better, you know, yeah. but yeah. if you don't start, you won't. I mean, it's, that's kind of, that's what I found, at least in my experience. So it's, it's all about failing, failure, failure, embrace the failure and just yeah. keep doing it. And just like being okay with that. Cause that's yeah. part of it too. Just like knowing that you're not going to be great at this thing right away, but nobody not. really is, you know, nobody it's, it's, is. So where, where can people follow you and see all these great videos and content stuff that you're putting out? Follow me. Turn around. Um, you can follow me on 
all the things and by all the things I just mean like Instagram but really I mean if we're gonna plug something I'm trying to get that YouTube up I'm just really bad about um like publicizing myself or what's the right word I'm trying to use I'm bad about pimping my trail files um <laughs> but YouTube I'm trying to grow my YouTube followers so I think I'm up to three now so dude hey <laughs> kidding well, I'm one of them, so oh, you, you just really. Oh, <laughs> you made my day. Um, yeah, so trying to get that up, but like that, just Google Rachel Palante. That's R A C H E L P is in person, A double L A N is in Nancy, T is in Tom, E is in electric. I was wondering if you had some fancy way to say how you spell your name. I was like, she seems like she might, and she, you did not disappoint. You <laughs> it's like we not- have to sit on the phone. Thank you. <laughs> you did not disappoint. It's uh, that's fantastic. Um, so, uh, I saw that you spent some time in Chicago after college, uh, and that I mean it's pretty well known that co- uh, there's a really big like comedy scene in Chicago. I know like there people is. talk about Second City, and I don't I really know. know a lot more than that <laughs> out yeah. of the comedy scene. But like, I guess thinking about kind of the you know, how was your time in Chicago? And also how does like the creativity and comedy scene specifically, uh, how is it different than Austin? I mean, how would you compare the two? Sure. So obviously Chicago is a way bigger pool pond body of water, lots of fishes. Um, so just the sizable difference, less Mm -hmm. competition. Um, it is like the Mecca of, of comedy, sketch comedy, stand up comedy. Um, and I love my time there, but it was just such a battle just between having to work a day job plus going to auditions, trying to take classes. And it's the coldest fucking city eight mm-hmm. months out of the year. And you're just the wind hurts your face and tears are freezing to your skin. And I was biking <laughs> everywhere. And I'm like, it, it's just it hurts to live here. So like, it kind of started away on my soul. And I realized that, like, I need that D, that vitamin D, the sun. <laughs> Um, and I was actually singing in some bands yeah. in Chicago and I knew that Austin was the live music capital of the world. So I'd always heard too, like in college, I had some friends from Austin. They're like, Oh, you would love Austin. You'd fit in great there. So I was like, fuck, I'm gonna check it out. And I did. And I was like, this is great. I love it here. And my plan was actually just to like sing and be like a backup singer in a band really. And then I auditioned for Esther's and I was like, no, I'm going to do this. Have you found yourself now that you're kind of settled into Esther's and all that stuff, uh, have you found yourself wanting to go sing? Because I know you were in a Grateful Dead tribute band back in Chicago. Uh, have, yeah, you found your, <laughs> have you found yourself doing like anything like that here yet? Um, as far as like singing in bands and stuff? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to do that with, I mean, pre-pandemic with the Follies, just because we have shows, you know, five five times a week. So, I mean, you can't really do anything. You can't go to your friend's wedding. You can't travel a lot. You can't be, so it doesn't really leave time for other artistic endeavors besides like maybe commercial or television work, which films a lot during the day. So I've been trying to get more into that because that's where the cha-ching mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, I still love to sing. Actually, Becky Joe and I, we were uh, singing in a little band together with a, another girlfriend of ours so and i love to like collaborate with friends when i can i'm like just bring a guitar let's just jam that's super um, fun well, yeah oh yeah i love it like well more than anything in the world i love it I love i've to definitely sing. watched a few of the uh the cover videos that you've put out with uh with friends at, at just really beautiful locations and just i mean the harmonies that you guys are putting out there i'm like i I'm just saying, I'm telling you right now, I love to sing harmonies and we should we should definitely do that sometime. That sounds like a blast. I mean, also okay. without like throwing myself <laughs> without, <Come in. laughs> I'm sorry, I don't sing over Zoom. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm just, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh uh no, I guess, you know, I wanted to just say like that I mean those videos are outstanding. I mean they Oh, the, the song the performance obviously is really great i mean the way you guys harmonize with each other i'm thinking of the dusty trails one that you guys oh, yeah, did yeah. at the blanton that uh-huh. was really really great i mean the, you locked Thank in you. on those those harmonies and your voice is just like this big 
like soaring voice. Like it's really great. Uh, and thank you. It's also I, I was wondering. I mean, is it tough for you to switch gears from being like you know silly in a lot of your videos to then you're you're singing something more serious and really you have a different look on your face. Like you look like you're still having fun, but like it's is it is it tough to change gears like that? I mean. No, I mean, that's like asking somebody, is it tough to, I don't know, be happy one minute? I mean, it's just, they're all me. That's just true. different facets of my, yeah. That's a good point. Um, so it's like not too hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, coming from a stage background and everything being so like big and over the top and sell it to the back of the house and da da die and land the joke and <laughs> yeah. trying to transition into this on camera thing where everything is just so simplistic and minimal and you don't move a muscle. That's been a very interesting transition because you really get to like dissect every little Thing. You're like, why did my eyebrow move? Nobody moves their mm -hmm. eyebrow like that. So, I mean, it's been, <laughs> yeah. it's been a learning process. Um, so it can be hard when you've done, you know, something to that level and it's kind of in the same vein. Maybe you're delivering the same material, but you're just sizing it down, but it's just different. And yeah, well, I can tell, uh, different. you know, just from talking to you today that you're just like, you seem naturally like a very animated person. Like you're very high energy, it seems like. And that's, so it's interesting to think about that concept of like, okay, need you to just kind of stay in one place and really sure. you know, focus on this thing. I mean, it's uh, so that it's cool that you're able to, to do that. I mean, I know you kind of say like, you make it sound like it's not a big deal, but I don't know, to me, it's like to be able to be like multifaceted like that and uh, do different kinds of things. I think it's cool to be versatile like that. So yeah. I think um, we're all capable of it, you know. You're probably yeah, you're probably right. Um yeah. Oh wait, I just wanted to go back. Speaking of harmonies, sure. did you harmonize with a vacuum cleaner when you were a kid? No. Or like any sort of tone <laughs> in the room? No. Uh, no, I don't I don't think I ever did that. Well, maybe maybe There's a car. Becky Joe that she goes, that's an only child horn. thing. Oh, a car horn? Okay. Yeah, okay. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. Um Yeah. You know. <laughs> You know, know uh-huh totally any that's, beeping that's how, sound that's how i get down you know that's mm -hmm. <laughs> that's really funny i you know so okay so that's something that you you would do sometimes if there's like a loud like a long yeah, noise of, you just harmonize yeah, some with sort of it? like drone yeah i'm like mm. i asked becky joe that she's like that's an only child thing i'm like what nobody else did that okay I've heard other people wow. have done it though. I was just curious if. Well, if anybody is listening to this podcast and they're like, yes. they're like oh, I do that. Please, please, please comment. Please comment. Please we comment. need to know. We like need to know. Subscribe and comment. Like and subscribe. And, <laughs> uh, do all the things. Um, but, anyways, yeah, we need to know. We need to know that there's more people out there like Rachel. It can't be. And also, if you're an only child, if you do it, you have to let us know. Whether or you're if you're not, even if you're not, not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very this curious to find out the results. This is important. This is very scientific and I mm -hmm. probably the most important science discovery in the last year, I would say. <laughs> I would, I would say. So we're, we're onto this. It's very important. I'm going to get more people onto it too. I think we gotta, we gotta make this happen. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, one thing I was curious about because you have these these characters that you're you develop, and uh, some of them it seems like you kind of go back to a lot, um, and mm. probably some of them are from Follies. I, I'm not really sure. Um, sure, but it's it's interesting, and I, I wanted to talk to you about how that process works of developing a new character. I mean, how do these things hit you? Are you trying to like imitate? So, are you trying to imitate them, or are you just trying to like exaggerate a certain quality? Like, how does that? How do you approach this? Sure. I mean, each one is I don't have like a certain method that I always follow in creating a character, uh, just probably like anybody creating a song. I'm sure sometimes it's just like an inspiration, like a, a random thought or I see something and then I try to build on that and make a caricature of it. Um, but yeah, a lot of, sometimes it's even just like a costume piece. Like you put a brace on your wrist and you like turn to your friends. You're like, hey, what if I did this? You know, and the character and sometimes they don't laugh. You're like, well, fuck it. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's got to be that certain element of like, OK, do you think this is funny? Then then let's let's do it. Because, yeah. you know, it's I think that, you know, it's something that I, I think I talked to talked with Kim Stacy and Becky Joe about was just like 
Man, the worst thing that I I can ever hear is like when somebody is trying to like tell me jokes that they think that I'll, they think like I'll think is funny, but they don't. Mm. You know what I mean? Like oh, if they, it's oh, fake, like the person telling it doesn't yeah, think it's funny. Like, yeah, Ooh. like or wow. like you know it just seems fake, or they're just trying to like do whatever they can to make you know I don't know. Sure, sure, it's, sure, sure. It's interesting, but I think it's it's really cool when you know when it feels like you know genuine and like really you yeah know, like stuff. You definitely that you have to find believe funny. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times I do find it funny and other people don't, but that's the name of the game. <laughs> no doubt. There's yeah. there's songs that I play live and I think people are going to think they're awesome and I'm like, okay, well, nobody's or, liking this stream right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, or, or you'll like do something and it'll just be like, it'll just like throw it together, like whatever, it's just whatever it is. I don't care that much. It took three seconds and people are like, that was the most amazing piece of art I've ever seen in why, my life. Why is and that? And then you work so hard on something. You're like, this is my opus. I stayed up for, for hours and days and years. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's nuts how that, how that is for yeah. sure. I could totally relate to that. Um, so yeah, I know you you mentioned uh, trying to kind of focus more on like TV and that that kind of thing. I I've noticed you've done uh, some commercials. I saw like on a, <laughs> on your resume and stuff. What's that? What's that been like? How does that process even work? Um, as far as like what auditioning or like filming the commercials? Yeah, I mean, I guess do you have like an agent that gets these? Yes. Okay. So that's like what's really weird about this industry is in order to play, you have to get an agent you have to follow these rules to even like get in the room <clears throat> excuse me so yeah so you get an agent and then they'll submit you to a casting director for a role and if the casting director thinks you're appropriate for it they'll call you in and you'll you'll audition you'll read it and um yeah so and sometimes they like you most of the time they don't <laughs> yeah i mean that's <laughs> me, <let> me say. <laughs> but um I, I guess it's good to to get Put, throw your hat in the ring as they say you know at the very least it's and you get so good with um with rejection it's yeah. just you do it and there it was give it to god on to the next <laughs> yeah definitely well yeah that, well that's that's really interesting to hear kind of how that process works uh you know something i saw that on your website um is you are you offered to this service to basically do crowd I'm work nervous you oh, do, oh. Do, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Why did you look up? No, <laughs> I know these questions in advance. I yeah, I like I deep dive into your stuff. No, um, please don't I, Google my mugshot, please. I'm doing that right now. We're trying to get it off the internet. <laughs> um, so you have this character, I Lurleen La Cuisine. Is that? <laughs> yes, am I yes, saying yes. that right? That is there's, right. That is right. There's a fantastic Betty. video of you just just work in a room as this character uh yeah is that yeah follies i feel like that's that follies. is the follies okay. yeah yeah and um i got probably like um a year ago i got asked to uh start opening the show um okay. so i got to create a character and a, a lot of times you know bands have opened the show or different sorts of um you know variety acts but um I decided to come up with this character who goes out into the audience and interviews, usually men, and um, <laughs> then like makes up a song about them, asking them different questions and stuff. And sometimes it's taught me so much that doing that role has taught me so much, like to think on your feet quickly. Before I would say I wasn't an improviser just because I didn't make my improv team in high school. So I have a lot of trauma about it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> doing doing this, I'm... I can I can improvise, I would say, um, but it's been interesting because some guys are really, you know, some people are into it. Obviously, their wife knows it's a joke. They're like, you can have them. And then some people take it seriously. And I'm like, bitch, I'm wearing a wig and my name's Lurleen Cuisine. Do you think I really want to take your 70 <laughs> year old man home? So yeah, it's just interesting because you never know how people are going to react. And like, you came to a comedy show. You sat right? in the front. That's, that has to be. Part of the th you're, I would I would imagine you're gonna get a lap dance, Daddy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't give lap dances. <laughs> no, no, but it's 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 very funny, and you know I I would hope that at least most people take it in stride. I would imagine, but is it is it most or is it like half and half? I mean, no, I would say it's most. It's that's most, good. but just that's just good. you know, sometimes people come to the theater and you would think they've never been out of the house before 
just, either <laughs> yeah. they're just like rowdy or like screaming at the stage. I'm like, how do you function in the world? Like this is not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah, so, just like so shouting weird. shit out like it's a television. I'm like, no, can you not? So, you know, there's just weird people in the world. And when you're seeing that many that many people are coming into a theater, some are bound to be different. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be like more of that. I feel like there's going to be more weird energy, like especially immediately after like the pandemic and stuff is over because sure. none of us remember how to be out in public. <gasps> You know, or, like, or performing again out in public. Oh, that's that's going to be like, weird. I'm like, do I know how yeah. to do it still? <laughs> yeah, it's it'll be, be it'll so be, strange. It's going to be so strange, but like so exciting. I oh, just yeah. think about like when Broadway gets to go back and that first night, I mean, only rich people will be able to enjoy it, but <laughs> just the, yeah. the energy in the room. Oh my gosh, I just get chills thinking about it. I just, I just want to go see a play, honestly. Oh, definitely. I want to sit in a theater and experience it. Yeah, no doubt. Seriously. And not on, you know, not on Zoom in person. Not on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to see Cat on a hot tin roof on Zoom. It's not so, the same. So I, it sounds like you can you can be hired to play this character at like parties and events and stuff. Is that true? Does that if happen? You want, it has actually. Okay, it cool. has. It has. What's that doing like? That you know, doing it during the daytime is different, especially for yeah. like corporate events. Usually I'll talk to some whoever's like coordinating, like, so what's, you know, what's the rating here? What can we get away with? Is there anybody in particular you want me to like pick on a lot of times? Like pick on our boss. He's fun. Do him, do him. Like he recently had a stroke. So talk about that. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, what is so he most self-conscious about? Okay, let's Yeah, do it. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Talk about his divorce. Talk about his divorce. Definitely. Um yeah, so um, that's, you know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting, but being able to have a wig on, you know, it's like you can remove yourself from it. So I feel like it's much easier to tell the truth when you have a wig on. <laughs> that's really interesting uh, yeah. to tell the truth. That's interesting that you, you put it that way. Um, well, because if it was me doing it, I would feel probably censored. I wouldn't want to hurt those pe person's feelings or I didn't know how they're going to react. And I would probably, you know, take it personally. How could I not? But it's not really me. So I can tell, tell the truth and be like, Hey, fat ass, call your wife. <laughs> you know. I love that. That's well, that's really interesting. That kind of uh, playing this role kind of gives you more power in that way. It does. It does. Yeah. Especially like going out into the audience and be able to like objectify men. I would never do that in real like So to like have that like sexual, you know, side of me come out that I'm just an innocent little girl in real life. <laughs> I, d I just I do think it's hilarious and I could see it. Thanks, man. I just hope at some point I'm at at some kind of shindig and you are doing that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I know her. But <laughs> some bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Next bar yeah. mitzvah. I'm hoping, <laughs> hoping mitzvah. to see you there. <laughs> Lurlane's coming. Make sure I get on the guest list is all I'm saying to that to that okay. specific bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh, OK. I thought it was going to be your bar mitzvah. But yeah, yeah, of course. You'll be the first to know. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I've noticed you kind of you've been you've been busy putting out a lot of lot of videos and, and you know, you've got. Greta Thun Thunberg. I feel like I might not be saying that right. Th is it Thunberg? Thunberg. Yeah, it's like it's like Thunberg. Uh, yeah, Thun nobody knows. Thun yeah, Thunberg. Well, it's <laughs> it's it's rough because I I always want to say Greta Von Fleet, the the band. It's oh. just like my head goes there all the time. So mm -hmm. I like I was calling her Greta Van Thunberg for a while, and it's just <laughs> like, I know that that's wrong. Um, I like that though. Yeah, uh, and that's how I beat Shaq. Is a great one. Uh, <laughs> which uh is really I mean, well received by the critics let me say i was that sarcasm i feel like that was it was sarcasm. it was it was <laughs> what what do you mean like what what kind of critics so, were i'm just, just like... i'm just i'm just kidding um okay. i just I, I spent a lot of time i learned a lot about editing on that one and i spent a lot of time on it and I, it's probably has like four views and my mom's like so what is this i don't think i are you a little girl are you a little boy what's going on <laughs> you know? Well, Aaron Carter's magic. Um, I mean, he's he really he's, is. He's, none if of, you he's get transcended it, all those things, you know. If you get it, you get it. 
I can't say that I ever I saw that video when it came out. Like I, I saw oh. your your parody first. I didn't even know that that magic happened before. And I it watched the is. original, and then I I so I I saw yours first, and then I went back. It's saw that it's it's it's, it's high art. Delightful. It's delightful. It's high art. Yeah. Then 14 years later, they did a follow up. Oh, wow. OK. Mm-hmm. And That's a chef crazy. was like, I'm playing for um, I'm playing for um, a charity. And uh, Aaron Carter's like, I'm playing for um, Aaron Carter gets a jet ski charity. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just I only remember Aaron's party. I remember that video and the. <sighs> The, the song and everything but that mm-hmm. you really you really brought you know i think you brought uh more aaron carter into my life and for that oh. i only i don't know if i can thank i don't know that's, but you but can i really like me that's that's all i can ask for that's all i, I try really, to do really enjoyed that it was a lot of fun uh that that video and Thanks. i think people yeah if if you if you're listening and you've definitely like you don't followed. don't start with that one. Aaron Carter's career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna then love definitely. This. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna uh, love it. And then the the Christmas Karen video. Oh my God, that was so good. Uh, who who are the other two women in that? Uh, in so th- that in that one, that is actually a Follies Follies produced video. Um, okay. So that was Shannon, who I work with at Esther's Follies, who actually owns Esther's Follies, oh, cool. and uh, Chelsea Jernigan. So two cool. other cast members. Nice. Yeah, that was. That was hilarious. I mean, uh, for that would that, I think that would be a good place to start to get to kind of get the vibe of the comedy because sure. uh, at least to me, I maybe you could tell me, but I, to me, I just thought that was so funny and also like to to explain what it is. It's like these Christmas carols that you mm-hmm. guys change the lyrics to be like hilariously about like just Karen situations, like just yes, blatant, just ter- just terrible, like. <laughs> Terrible White Karen privilege racist yeah. shit. Oh yeah. my god. Entitlement. So yeah. Yeah. But you know, I mean the you I could tell you guys put in some some effort to make the you know the lyrics kind of flow and all those things and and the, I mean it's it's legit. So would that be um did you guys do that on stage before or is that we something? didn't okay. We didn't, you know, um trying to come up with material through this pandemic for the the Patreon for Esther's uh, one of the writers reached out about doing some Ruth Bader Ginsburg video. I was like, oh, I just did that. But you know what's really hot right now is Karen. Like, I should mm-hmm. do like a, a cooking with Karen sort of thing. So he helped write some stuff. And then I added some stuff and evolved. And that was the first time I did any sort of Karen thing. So it hadn't been on stage before because Karen wasn't really around um, when we were on stage. So it kind of happened during the whole pandemic that's so yeah did that and then uh did another once and uh so yeah and then it evolved to that uh doing the the christmas one but that's been a fun character also like shooting during the pandemic like going into like a grocery store when i did the shack thing i'm like can you guys get off my set and there's like teenagers (laughs) with a basketball uh, so just like shooting gorilla style like hurry before someone comes let's get this shot you know in a walmart or wherever well yeah i was gonna ask i mean even with like the you guys did uh one of your uh music videos in the inner space cavern i mean did you guys just kind of show up with gear and just go did you talk to anyone no you ask in advance (laughs) 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 well with with that specific thing because we had to like yeah set up mics and stuff like that um and yeah and how to do like you know one or two takes that's something you ask about in advance if it's in Um, a cavern especially (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, so, no easy way to get out of there. If right. And no, like, actually, hey, you can't be here. <laughs> and carrying all that gear and shit. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, that was really cool. That was, I was like, this, it was a really cool experience. But yeah, that's, that was when you asked for in advance. But sometimes I have like called in advance. Like I called Whole Foods and I was like, hi, um, I'm a comedian in town uh, shooting this Karen thing. Would it be okay if I was like maybe yelling at like one of your workers for a minute? We, we can, we don't have to put their face in it or we don't have to, we, or we can, you know, tag you Whole Foods. They're like, absolutely not. They're like, we don't feel comfortable with what's happening in the world right now. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Cause I'm pulling up and I'm in the wig. Um, <laughs> that's great uh, yeah yeah you know you make changes on the spot and figure it out oh absolutely that yeah 
Um, and I'm sure like some places have a better sense of humor about that stuff than sure, others, I would sure. imagine. Um, yeah. Some people are like, yeah, yeah, I want to be in a movie. I'm like, it's <laughs> an iPhone, but okay. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to kind of, uh, really dive into what goes into making a, a video, um, like the ones that you've been doing to kind of, uh, I do these deep dives at the end of every episode where we kind of talk okay. about just you know, different, different things like different creations, but I thought it'd be cool to kind of talk like start to finish on what goes into making something like the Greta Thunberg, um, video or, you know, anything like that. So that'll be cool. But before we do that, I did want to ask you a question. I do ask all of the guests because there's different mediums involved with, um, you know, what we're doing. And, you know, I know that you're a singer, you're, uh, you're an actor, you're a comedian, you do all these things. Is there like an art form that you haven't really tried that much that you would like love to get into? And like, if you could be successful at something that you haven't really done much of, what would it be? Um, <clears throat> ooh, that's a great question. Um, like an art, like a visual artist, like have my art in a gallery. Um, ooh. Or, ooh, I mean, if I could play like the guitar or the keys really well, it would be all over. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, also, I mean, I'm interested in so many different um, mediums of art. So all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mean, you're the first person that said all of them. But, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to have to accept that answer. That's fantastic. Yeah. So Let's dabble in a little bit of everything. <laughs> no, um, that's that's really cool. And, uh, you know, you know, mine is actually comedy. That's, oh, is it? Yeah. Um, but it's like, have you all, done stand up or anything? Nope. Nope. It's <gasps> like just kind of one of the, I love stand up. I watch it like with a lot of my free time. And, um, you know, it's, it's just something I never really explored. And, uh, I don't know if I will, but it's kind of one of those you things. You should. I think, yeah. Like just do see. an open mic. Why not? Just for fun. Yeah. Just to, just to see how, uh what it's like i don't know it's i don't even know where to start with it but it's uh like a lot of comedians have specials on netflix now or whatever so it's it's pretty easy to find people you've never heard of and sure. you know listen to them do their thing and everybody's got a different style and it's pretty amazing it's something mm -hmm. i try to take in a lot of it but to approach doing something like that it seems crazy but then again probably somebody uh, will, would say that about playing guitar and, and writing songs and being in a band and stuff. So it's just kind of like, I don't 100%, know. 100%. But isn't it, but also just to like face your fears is like really cool. That's true. Get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Fuck it. I think uh, cool. at some so point. You're going to be doing a, an open mic soon, I hear. Oh boy. <laughs> Sounds terrifying, but maybe in, a, maybe in a good way. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, well, cool. You know, I can always tell stories about my music career. I feel like there's there's a lot of funny shit sure. in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Write what you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, kind of going back to uh, th this deep dive section we're about to go into. Uh, so when, you, when you're thinking about uh, starting a new video, like you came mm -hmm. up with this concept of Greta Thun Thunberg and you wanted to do a video. I mean, how does that, how does that hit you? Is there some place you go or something you go do to get inspiration i mean i know i hike sometimes and it helps me think of things do you have something like that in your life um <clears throat> well um sometimes so sometimes it's inspiration from something i see out in the world um sometimes it's um yeah a lot of things i see out in the world like i said a costume piece um if i'm doing or if it's you know Greta Thunberg had turned 18, so it was appropriate to do that in that time. So that's like kind of where that came from. Mm -hmm. um, but if it's an original character that I'm coming up with, um, a lot of times it's just like a, an idea that comes and it evolves as you do it more and more. Um, so yeah, different, different ways I get, I get ideas. Um, my mom will call. She'll be like, Rachel, I got an idea for one of your characters. I'm like, okay, okay mom, what is it? She's like, okay, you know those leotards they had in the 80s, you know? They had the, the long sleeves. They were leotards in the 80s, right? I'm like, okay, so what's the idea? She's like, well, you put on one of those, right? And they've got the long sleeves and they'd be blue. They could be purple. I'm like, okay, mom, I'm in the middle of something. What's the idea? She's like, well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just telling you things. You got to write it from there. I'm just, you know, putting, you know, something in the fire. I'm like, that's a cost 
costume, not an idea, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. that's great. That's great. Um, so I yeah, I guess. About that. <laughs> do you when you when something hits you like that and you're like, oh, I want to, I want to do a video about this or whatever. Does it ever hit you at a terribly inconvenient time, and then you just like, like you know, because for me sometimes it'll happen like in the middle of the night or I'm out doing something else, and it's like. You mean like a like a pandemic, like a worldwide pandemic? Oh, <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, sometimes I also find that um, you, you sometimes they come when you're like so you have so much on your plate, you know, but you're like want to get it out. And it's like, man, I haven't been busy in a year. And now all of a sudden all these <laughs> all these ideas are coming out and all these opportunities. So, yeah, it's not always convenient. Um, but, yeah, um just different, different, different things. There's not just one, one inspiration uh, source I grab from or what, you know, one, a lot of it, you know, growing up, like why I love being, being a comedian or comedian. I was always trying to make my friends laugh. That was just like what I wanted to do. I wanted to be silly and make my friends laugh all the time. And that's still what I'm always trying to do in a Mm -hmm. way. Um, especially when I'm around with my comedian friends, we're all just roasting each other or just <laughs> roasting things we see in public or making fun of, you know, anything. And so does that time- ever get like overwhelming <laughs> just uh, hanging out? <laughs> you know, sometimes yes. And sometimes no. I mean, yeah. I, my close friends who are comedians, we know how to be, you know, real and have real moments and stare into each other's eyes and cry. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's- and have prayer circle. But um, sometimes, but it is fun. Like, I think the highest form of flattery is when someone like makes fun of me. I love it so fucking much. I'm like, yeah. I do do that. It's so true. <laughs> um, and someone else who can take that as a friend is so great. So, but yeah, a lot of times it's just like seeing things out in the world and commenting on it. And if, you know, I'm like, isn't that, and I just keep going. And I'm like, and then she had a lip and then she had a dead baby. <laughs> and- <laughs> A lot of times they're just blinking at you, but I'm like, that could be a whole show. Yeah, I'd imagine hanging with that crew, you'd have to have a thick skin to be able to like hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys yeah. are probably ripping on each other a bit. <laughs> you know, my yeah, friends I mean, and I do that all the time. It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, you dish out what you can take, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. But yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, once you once you hit, have these ideas, are you bouncing them off your friends? Are you, are you just kind of workshopping, shopping them on your own? Yeah. I have this weird fear sometimes about bothering people. Okay. About, um, or also like I, w- I never considered myself a writer till recently, uh, probably cause I was a bad student and I probably have trauma surrounding that. Um, <laughs> but, um, I am a writer. And I am, but I still have insecurity about that. So a lot of times I'm like, I'm not ready to share it till it's ready, you know, a lot. So, but by then it's, it's over. So (laughs) I need to get better about that. Um, But yeah, sometimes I do, I do ask, you know, I'm like, does this make sense? Would this be a better ending or would this be a better ending? So I do try to reach out to people whose, you know, opinion I trust and admire and, but yeah. Yeah. It's good to have those those people out there. Or yeah. A lot of times it's just, it just happens in the moment. Like a lot of my best bits have been, I'm just like doing the character and I'm riffing if I'm filming it. And I'm like, that wasn't even part of it, but that's going in. So, you know, you're <laughs> yeah. just living in the character and yeah, what would happen? You know, if the doorbell rings, how would they react in that moment? So definitely. Um, so I guess, you know, when, when you thought of like the Greta Thunberg um, video, for example, I, you know, when you were writing that or kind of like, developing that idea i guess did you do a lot of like studying watching her speak i mean is there like how much of that goes into it i mean uh you know how do you kind of decide how you want like how did you decide how you wanted to like capture her voice and like her her essence i guess like yeah that's really funny because so that sketch was actually written by Sean Brannigan, who is one of my coworkers. He was like, you should do this Greta Thunberg uh, sketch. And I was like, I cannot do a Swedish accent, dude. I'm like, can you send me some line readings of this? Cause some of these words, I, I'm trying to Google how you would say that. And, and I'm not getting, he's like, just, you know, just do European, whatever, just make it general. And I'm like, so I had a lot of fear surrounding that. And I like watched the videos a lot. And I'm like, I just don't think this is funny. 
And a lot of moments, again, came up and just me improvising it. And it actually like I thought it was going to be a crash and burn, but it was such a great lesson. Um, and I did I did watch her, but I wouldn't say like I am an impersonator by any means. But I think creating a caricature of her that is larger than life and really, you know, get capturing the essence of her more than anything um, was what I found to be the success in it, I guess. That's probably not the right word I'm trying to look for. But um, yeah, definitely studying her. But then like, how would Rachel play it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love uh, it's just like this very, um, very like negative Nancy vibe, sure. like, you know, which is sure. I, can't, I can't remember what Saturday Night Live character That's exactly it reminded the me of I was going for that for the um, for that. What's her name? Uh, oh, Debbie Downer. That was oh, what yes. Like, yeah. I love that. And that's so, but yeah, that definitely, it like reminded me a little bit of that vibe. Not that it was like at all, like trying to copy anything or anything like that, but it was just like, a, it was just like, a, whoa, this is all like, it, it was just, it was funny in the same way, I guess, you know, um, but. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, she has um, autism and so her social skills, you know, are different and she has a hard time making eye contact and I wanted to kind of highlight that in a way without being offensive but that's a part of her and there's nothing shameful about it so I was really focusing I was like I'm not going to get this accent right but like the awkwardness of her like of just her not making eye contact a lot and just like kind of like being trapped in this body was a good thing to focus on to kind of get me out of my head about the the accent definitely because I mean you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, for I think most of the things I ever see about have ever seen about her is just like, OK, either people think she's a hero or people think, you know, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, there you know, so which anti Greta, like, I, I don't never, get it. <laughs> I don't I, get that. I think that's but. like the most comments I've gotten on YouTube. I was like, oh, I got some comments on my YouTube page. And I look and it was just like these anti Greta people, which I was like, oh, OK, God. I'm like, well, <laughs> Probably- hey. No press, no no bad press, whatever. <laughs> Probably not exactly what you dreamed of. Yeah, uh, but like writing all these conspiracy <laughs> theories, I'm like, dude, get oh, good a lord. Body. Yeah, good lord. But yeah, I think it was just nice to see something about her that wasn't either of those things. It wasn't like she's this sure. ultimate hero or like you yeah. know, which yeah. no one is, you know. <laughs> so I it's like, kind of yeah, making fun of her. Let's make fun of it. Yeah, that yeah. shit's that shit's great. I think I don't know. It's it's tough because I mean, some people might do you, do you. Did anybody feel like their reaction was like, you shouldn't make fun of her? Was there any of that vibe? Because I feel like there is in comedy a lot of times, but. I know, I know what you're that. saying. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's hard as a comedian because you want to be able just to make a choice and it's not coming from a place of hate. You're yeah. just observing. And you're, and you're also just being silly, you know, you're just <laughs> you being know? silly. You're having yeah. fun. And, and you have to really be mindful of that, especially, you know, in today's climate mm-hmm. um which kind of sucks i mean i understand you don't want to be like hurting anybody um especially mar- marginalized people but um yeah i not specifically with that one but i have you know there's been things that people are like oh that was you know maybe a little tone deaf and a lot of times i'm like that was really just a random thing that you're reading way too into that was not actually you're the racist one sir <laughs> that there was no hidden <laughs> meeting in that whatsoever and i think you're just looking for something and in nothing it was just randomness craziness meant nothing well yeah it can't be the easiest you know easiest to be a comedian you know in in climates like this because you have to find stuff to make fun of you know but or like not everything (laughs) has to be i'm making a statement and and if i'm going to speak about something then this is art and i have something to say and a lot of times i'm like no i'm just being absurd and silly and going back to being a kid on the playground again playing pretend that's all it is yeah i think it's interesting i i was watching an interview with bill burr which uh you know i know people probably feel a certain way about him because he's he's super offensive like you know he's very offensive i i think he's really funny but it's also the reason why i'm able to laugh at it is because i feel like he you know in this interview he was like talking about it he always makes it about like like i'm the crazy one you know like i'm the one saying all these crazy things so you don't have to feel like you're involved so like i don't feel like an asshole for laughing at it because i'm laughing at him (laughs) you know like 
Yes. And it's actually interesting because as a stand-up comedian, I mean, you're playing a character in a way, a heightened, you know, persona. And a lot of times, like what they say isn't really, you know, maybe what they think. It's like they're just commenting on something. But people are like, oh, OK, so that that's what you think. Yeah. And you're a misogynist. I- and it's like, <laughs> well, no, you thought it, too. You just didn't have the bravery to do to say it. So, yeah. And any clips I've ever seen him where it feels more like kind of a background scene kind of shot and he's interacting with people. He seems like the nicest dude ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. just like you get him on stage and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing a character. <laughs> totally. And he's yeah. he's he's learned that that makes people laugh and he leans into it more and more. Mm-hmm. And, and it's mm-hmm. it's just what his whole career is based around. So hey. so it works, you know, yeah. um, but I thought that was an interesting kind of thing. But he's also not, you know, and it doesn't I don't know. It seems like, you know, what I'm hearing from you is you kind of understand, you know, why someone might be offended or, or whatever. Yeah, 100%. You know? Especially so, if you're in a place of power and you are just like making, you know, low jabs or whatever the saying is, you know, I that that I can understand. But um, yeah, if somebody says something and it is it wasn't meant to be hurtful, it's coming from a place. I mean, you can tell when someone's joking, I think. Yeah. Um, or if someone apologizes for it and they've learned then like let's all learn from it and, and move on. Yeah, that's true. That's like and like a real apology, out. not no, but, like uh, yes, one hundred percent a real apology. Yes. Yeah, that's yes, important. Because yes. <laughs> um, you can tell too yes, when people like are <laughs> being genuine about that or not. Uh, you were so sensitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a, a sense of humor about your dead dad. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't count. I'm sorry. <laughs> sure, but I mean, it's a fine line to to to, to you know tread. So it's an interesting art form because yeah. sometimes it's it pays off, and sometimes they're like, oh no, that's too far. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So so back to the Greta uh, Thunberg video. Uh, you know, did you improvise a lot of that stuff? I mean, you said uh, yeah. your your friend uh, wrote it, but yeah. like, I guess how much of that was written beforehand i mean what's what do you think the percentages of like stuff that was like written beforehand what you improvised so a lot of like the just a lot of the the b-roll like where i'm not saying any lines was just like improvised like bits um the whole you know the setup and punchline of uh <clears throat> getting a um a birthday card with the bear and the bears are you know <laughs> you know facing global warming so those were all set up before so i was like i'm going to stick to this you know these three points um and then the rest of it yeah was just me just like there i don't know if you saw it all the way, way to the end but there's a there's a moment where i'm singing happy birthday but i've rewritten the lyrics to oh, it's great. climate change yeah and i breathe and the candle goes out and i just like look at the camera with the dead <laughs> and that was all improvised yes. and i wasn't sure and i and there was going to be a different ending but i put that and uh since sean wrote it i said to tim before he goes that's that's the ending right there he's like that's fucking hilarious i was like oh that was an accident but okay wow it well it sounds like it's interesting because you're you're talking about imp- improvising that specific video and it, it sounds so much like the way i approach guitar solos because like there's you know, there's like always going to be whether I'm learning someone else's or it's something that I wrote and played in the studio and I'm trying to like play again live. There's like a few little lines that maybe someone would remember from the solo. Those have to be there, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but everything else is improvised around it. So it's kind of interesting how it just seems like there's this parallel there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or your fingerprint a- on it, you know? Yeah. Like that's all in storytelling always. I mean, anytime we're telling a story and whether it's a play or whatever, it's you are the vehicle for that story and how do you tell that story because everybody's going to tell that story differently yeah and if if you're trying to like be a carbon copy of someone else like a you know especially with these just amazing guitar players that have been out there forever you're not them you don't have the same hands you know you don't have the same equipment like whatever like there's so many reasons why you're not going to sound exactly like that person and also like you should give people a reason why they should watch you. 100%. You know? 100%. So I think that's interesting. And that's something also with this show that I really try to do. And sometimes comes up naturally like that, where it's like, there's all these connections. Like we're, we're talking about two, you know, very different mediums coming up with a guitar solo or, you know, 
improvising for a really funny video. Like it's interesting how similar those things are and in, in, yeah. in some specific ways. Sure. Um, yeah. Taking an idea and growing on it until it evolves into your own thing. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. So uh, I guess, you know, shooting, shooting this has to be, you know, kind of like a lo pretty fairly long process, but I imagine, um, I imagine it's pretty fun now is like, do you enjoy the the post, the editing, the cut? Have you found joy in that? Or is that just like, I have to get this done? I have a love-hate relationship with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's I've learned a lot because you learn about storytelling through editing. I've found this mm. past year editing. Um, um, but also you sit and you dissect, which I mentioned earlier, you dissect everything. And that's been really hard with you know, transitioning into doing online or video content as, as opposed to being on stage because you do it and that's what it was. Take it or leave it. And you don't have time to sit and dissect it. But if you're sitting there and you're editing and all this stuff, you're like picking everything apart, which is hard, but it's all, you know, a learning process and part of the journey. Um, so and just learning how to edit is a lot. There's so many yeah. and they can learn new little things to, to, to add and little frills and tricks. And yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's, I love it and I hate it. <laughs> I don't have the best mind for it, you know? So, and I can really sit and like, um, get nothing done. I'm like, why did I spend 20 hours trying to put like a sparkle on there? And it didn't <laughs> even end up making like the final thing. Like, so time management on that has been very difficult for me. Um, but you know, we're learning. Do you find it? It's like getting easier as you do more. Yes. That's easier, good. but yet harder. Cause you learn new things and you want to elevate it in a way. Uh -huh. you know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's never like, ending. This is my, this is what the standard is now. I know that I can do this. So. So I why wanna, can't I add that? Yeah. yeah and I, wanna, I want it to be better. I want it to, to grow. Um, so I wouldn't say it's easier. Um, but it's fill in the blank. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I guess, uh, I guess I'm wondering with these videos, does this at all scratch the itch of performing for you? I mean, yes, yes and no. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I really miss the, the collaboration and the community around live theater. Um, I miss it so much, like making something that's bigger than yourselves. And we're all coming together to do this. That is just an experience like anything else. And I miss, I'm like getting chills talking. I'm, I'm going to cry. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. And like my ego misses the laughter. Like not gonna Yeah, totally. Laugh. It's like the best sound in the world. And it's, there's nothing like live performance. Like you don't know what's going to happen, but hold on. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I mean, you know, kind of what's going to happen. Hopefully you've, you know, rehearsed it, but you never know when, you know, there's going to be a different laugh every night. Something's going to happen. And some drunk person's going to stand up and run towards the, the stage because they love Trump. And <laughs> Oh yeah. It's uh that's gotta be nuts to, when like just just know yeah with i mean being in, in a band for so long it's like you know oh, yeah. touring and stuff it's i i mean especially with the the early tours it's like you know we, we'd book these places that we just saw photos of online and it's like okay whatever we we need to play a show that night and we're just gonna play at this place i guess you know and uh you show up and you never really quite know what to expect you know yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting and then and then not not to mention that the crowd but it's like yeah i mean you might know these songs or this show that you're putting on like the back of your hand but there's so many different factors that could change things like yeah yeah what if the power just goes out in the middle of it has that ever happened to you <laughs> um no i don't the powers come out but we've had people have heart attacks in the audience oh my god that's terrible I mean yeah I will say there's never a normal night at the fall. It's like every <laughs> night we're leaving. I'm like, no, nothing, you know, there's always something happening. I swear to God. Keeps it exciting, I guess. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when you're giving people alcohol. Oh yeah, no doubt. And it's sixth street. So yes, they, they probably had party. alcohol before they walked in too. <laughs> yes. Just but. rabid. Um, <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, and then you get to like truly be in the moment. Yeah. And when you can like, 
sometimes it's inconvenient, you know, if they like scream like dick, like right on your, you're like about to like serve the punchline. You, you just fucked up my joke, but sometimes it works to your advantage. And if you can, you know, think on your feet and get back at them, you know, in character, it can just, it's like little gold nuggets. Yeah. That's something we haven't really talked about on the show yet is, is hecklers. Uh, yeah. Is that, um, something you run into a lot there at Follies? More than like working at other theaters, you know, other theaters I've done like Shakespeare. It's so quiet. Honestly, I'm like, is anybody even alive out there right now? Somebody please. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's quite different. Um, but yes, I've definitely, definitely ran into some, especially with the, the like during Trump's whole administration, it was somewhat divided at times. Like people were, would get upset and, and they would leave the theater cause they couldn't take a joke. Um, or, you know, we're very intoxicated and when yell at the yell something, yeah. a woman threw a margarita on us once. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I was Kellyanne Conway and my friend Ted was playing Trump. We're having this scene and you can just hear, he's not my president. The fuck Obama. And I'm like, what is she even talking about? Whoa. I'm like, yeah. You're upset at? I'm like, what's going on? You just hear, and she's getting closer and she comes all the way to the stage. She's like, fuck Obama. And like throws a drink at us. And Ted is just like an improv genius without missing a beat. He was like, Margarita must be a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, woo. And it was yes. great. I feel like there's, um, yeah, there's definitely different ways to respond to that. Um, yeah, like, uh, I mean, I, I've, we'd get hecklers sometimes at shows. I mean, we'd be playing, I remember we played in Indianapolis and, uh, it was a really long set. So we were doing more covers than we usually would. Um, but I think we, God, we did like a Rolling Stone song or something. And, yeah. uh, somebody was like, uh, like fuck the Beatles from like the, the, the back of the place. And I'm like, what? dude, this is so much to work with. Like, I know. I, <laughs> Do I don't even know where to begin with this. Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. That's yeah, just like crazy. yelling the the wrong band and also yeah. the energy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else in this room is having a good time. Right. Like bye. Oh yeah. It was so funny, but yeah, I think I just started. I just kind of like made fun of them a little bit, and it, like yeah. the the crowd got into it. You know, I don't even remember what I said specifically, but it was just like, uh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely just get mad, and you can if you want to, but I, I feel like that's never going to be the best way. I feel like it could be an opportunity when 100%. that stuff happens. 100%. Yeah. You can't let it affect your ego. Cause if you let it affect you, then you're stuck in the last moment and then it's going to mess up the next moment. And the next moment you just got to brush it off and move on. Yeah. Um, which is a hard lesson. Like that is not easy to do. That is not easy to do. Yeah. And um, you know, one of, one of one trick I would always try to figure out is, because this would happen a lot is people would yell free bird at the show, right? You know, that's just a stupid, stupid thing. Oh, heard people, it, Mom. Yeah. People probably do it at the theater too. It's yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, they don't know where they are and they're like, ah, free bird. Um, yeah, but real real good one, Dad. <laughs> so there was this like just I we were at Craft Pride on Rainy Street. Mm -hmm. And uh it was like right around kind of near the end of the show. Uh everyone was just like just getting drunk, having a good time. Um, and this just bro, this huge bro guy just like walks by and he's like, play Freebird. And like, we're just like, I was just like kind of taking it back a little bit. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, um, Game of Thrones was like in full swing at the time. And uh, I just start going like, this guy wants to hear Freebird. We should shame him. <laughs> and I start going, shame shame and pointing it at him like that and did everybody join in the whole bar started doing it it's like i'm gonna get my ass kicked yeah right i was like watch your back in the parking lot yeah. dude it's, like, it's a good thing i got a band around me that, that would that would have my back but that was that it was it was very it was probably definitely a, a super highlight of of my dealing with uh <laughs> with that people shouting yeah. from the crowd yes i love that <laughs> like this is for picking me last on the on the kickball team in high school <laughs> got him got him <laughs> well um i just want to say thank you so much for joining me today this has been an absolute oh, blast i knew it'd be fun but thank um you. it's, it's really cool to hear to hear more about your process and um yeah, i know you said you haven't really talked about it too much like 
you know, in this sort of for- format. So I'm, I'm glad it was cool to kind of explore those things and, and hear you talk about it. Yeah, it was good for me to explore those things because I really like articulated it and like really sit and think about that. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try a different approach. We shall see. Only time will tell. Yeah. Well, yeah. Next time we see each other, I want to harmonize with you. Yes. Get the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yes. I'll bring a wig. <laughs> yes. And also, yeah, I'm going to want to learn about what your new process is. I'm going to ask you <laughs> specific questions about it because hey. I know so much now. <laughs> Maybe it'll be at your uh, your stand up show. There we go. That sounds awesome. Boom. You got to hold me. You got to hold me to that. Oh, I'll hold you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. It and, was uh, a pleasure. Nice yeah. to meet you. Thanks for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you too. Have a Rock good one. Roll. Rock and roll. Thank you for listening to the Greetings from Wherever podcast. To support the show, please visit patreon.com slash Brian Wolf Music. Or just like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.